Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel. Well, welcome back, Toby McKinnon, on the Friday Form Panel. It's uh, currently last man's tucker here at the moment. Now, Ian on the text says, wouldn't it be pronounced final uh, bow, as in the final bow, which means the end? A curtain call, often known as a walk down or a final bow, occurs at the end of a performance when one or more performers return to the stage to be recognised by the audience for the performance. In musical theatre, the performers typically recognise the orchestra and conductor at the end of the curtain call. Now, Ian, I think that's you, Ian, on Triple O. I agree 100%. And now where this comes up, James Herbertson's driven 15 winners on final bow. And I agree 100%, Ian, and I have actually been down and asked the owner of that horse if it's final bow or final bow, because uh, I believe it probably seems to be final bow, but the owner of that horse said it is final bow. So, uh, yes, it, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but the owner of the horse wants it pronounced final bow and... Uh, it's out of a mare called Georgina Bow, who was out of a mare called Lorella Bow, who was out of a mare called Tiptoe Bow. So uh, that's what the owner wants. So that's how I pronounce it. And actually, funny you should say that, because there's a horse in the last race as well, uh, which everyone in the world would pronounce Sandy, because it's named after a Scottish town. But the owner of that horse wants the horse pronounced Sanday. So I will also say Sandy, even though I believe it should be pronounced Sandy. And uh, there was another one, Miss Canty, which the owner wanted pronounced Canty, but it was actually Chianti, Miss Chianti um, as well. So sometimes you'll hear a race caller calling a horse by what seems the wrong name, but that might be how the owners want it. I've digressed here. But race one, Friday form panel, the tab, download the app, no Metro win pace. This is a very even race. This is a lot of chances over the 1,200 metres. I'm sorry to do this to you, Pat, but I think Hey Go You Good Things a great chance here. He won over the 1,200 metres in slow time on a really windy night. That was five starts back. He was really good when he ran fourth and third. He's galloped at his last two starts. I think that'll be put behind him. I think the 1,200 metres suits him. He's got the gate speed to hold the front. And I think with his form and what respect he'll get shown, they'll leave him alone in front and think we can beat that horse, don't have to worry about him. And if they do that, I think he's fast enough and strong enough to win this race. Hey, go you, good thing. Now, yes, those regular listeners will know this is only 80% head and 20% heart, but I don't care if I'm on radio and I've got a little bit of heart involved. Uh, Best of luck to your pat and um, if he goes around $16 it'd be well worth having a little something on him at the price I think Delvey Robin is clearly the class runner in the field and uh, beat a small field at Cranbourne last start but it's form like over the 1200 meters and this is where they're tricky races he ran Delvey Robin went around $4 over a 1200 meter race from gate 7 he's going to be gate 8 on Sunday night and ran fifth on that occasion. Then came back and from gate seven again at $2.90, ran second. Might be the best horse in the race, but not necessarily that easy to win over the 1,200 metres when you're drawn gate eight. So not sure what Abby Turnbull will decide to do. Tell you something, Craig Turnbull, if you're listening, mate, it's a very, very nice yearling uh, in the paddock at my mum's place that you know a bit about. Jeez, it's a nice type. 
Uh, yes, Ian, thanks for clarifying. Love your work and the show, Toby. Have a great new year. Thank you, Ian, and have a great new year to yourself. And um, I'll see you at the trot slot, Ian. Get uh, in in New Zealand and we'll cheer home um, your niece's horse. Just believe. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so for me, hey, go, you good thing. Delvey, Robin, class horse in the race. Life in the balance is a pretty classy horse too. His last win, though, was a 52 to 55 at Mildura 12 months ago. Life in the balance. It's crying out to win a race, but I'm not sure it's going to be this one. Tiger Bandwagon, first up here. His last win was back in February 23 in a 54 to 64 at Swan Hill. So long time between wins for Tiger Bandwagon. And uh, being first up, expect him to need a run. And interestingly, he has beaten home Delvey Robin in one of those 1,200-meter races where, where Delvey Robin was $4.00. Chances to Captain Barnetto, Aviero, and Florence of Kintail as well. I reckon Florence of Kintail is, yeah, it is, is Sanday's uh, sibling. So there you go. Florence of Kintail is Sanday's uh, sister. I'm tipping there's some sort of a Scottish reference there. Being a McKinnon, I pick up on my Scottish references sometimes. Race two, the first of the Young Gun series is the Garrards, horse and hound, two and three-year-old maiden pace. Now, this race, I've narrowed down to just the 10 chances in a 10-horse field. So we're going well, aren't we? Uh, if you play darts, if you've got a dart board at home, uh, get a dart and throw it at the board and whatever number you come up with, uh, just back that horse. How's that for a tip? It's not really expert analysis, is it? It's probably not what I'm getting paid for. Seven, Vincent Grange, went really well last week. Was only beaten three metres by Komodo and Magom Dev in the homegrown final. It's a pretty nice horse. It's got good gate speed. Can Vincent Grange work to the top like he did last week? If he does, he's going to be really hard to beat in this, but I'm not totally sold. I wouldn't be taking $2 like what's on offer at the harness.org.au at the moment. Magic After Midnight, trained by Paul Rouse. Paul Rouse has a career strike rate of 14%, which is pretty elite, really, when you think of the number of the horses he trains. So it's going to be a nice horse. He wouldn't still have the horse if it wasn't going to be a nice horse, if that makes sense. Really hard to assess that second to Aussie Joybell first up. The race started and then got stopped and after the incident. and So you can't really take a full line through that, but I think it's a nice horse magic after midnight, so it could easily win. Number one, the answer, and here's another underrated trainer, Danny Curran, and it showed a little talent at its first preparation, but it hasn't had a trial. So it's drawn one, hasn't trialed, but he's pretty elite, Danny. This horse could be spot on for this. He trains, I think he's at uh, Bruce Morgan's with everybody else in at Bendigo. So he's got lots of options to work with other people. So don't be shy at the fact that he doesn't train many horses like he can work with other horses. He could have this horse ripe and ready to go. I'd really watch the market on the one. The answer has shown a little bit. Uh, where else have I got? Eight, She's No Honey. Another horse to respect. It's got New South. It's come down from Grant Jones. He sent plenty of horses down to Julie Douglas, pick up their Vic Bread bonus, etc. And when he does that, they generally win pretty quickly. This one's trialled up in New South Wales. It's come down. It's probably been at Julie's for a week or two. So it's number eight, She's No Honey. It's got to be respected as well. Nine, Heaven's Gift was really good when third first up. And uh, best of luck to uh, Kirsten Graham and the team. It certainly can win with a right run. Ten, Quick Decision. 
Paul Castle, that first win so close, mate. I know it's so close. It mightn't be on Sunday night. Oh, but boy, wouldn't it be scenes if he could win that first race for you, Paul? It's it's really not far away, and uh, I think quick decision. It'd be great to see it win on Sunday night, and it can with the right run. And I haven't even mentioned Riviera, who's had seventeen starts for nine placings, something like that, and nine thousand dollars, and is the best rated on the Sulky app. I think Dewdrops is going to win some races too. It's just maturing, just needs a little bit more time as well. And uh, so after that, even Megawatt is a chance. Uh, who have I left off here? Oh, Bubby the Base, Taylor Nicholson, must be respected. It's $9 for Ryan Sanderson. Amazing stuff. Let's uh, get through race three. The Garrard's Horse and Hound Trotters Handicap Young Gun Series. This one again, ratings exempt, just the seven runners in the race. Really difficult race to pick apart, this race. Jeez, it's well handicapped, isn't it? Is this discretionary handicap or is this ratings-based handicapped? It's ratings-based handicapped. Well, well done to the ratings. Uh, well done to the ratings. So, um, oh, he's, Dan is there, is he? Let's, I'll ta- what we'll do is we'll take a break. We'll come back, we'll sort out Dan, and we'll kick off with race three with Dan Malecki on the other side.